What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. And at Southwestern Seminary, you will find a campus community that is committed to help you live your calling in ministry. And at Preview Day on April 12th, you'll be able to experience that campus community for yourself. Come and visit the campus, meet your professors, and explore what training for ministry could look like Look like at Southwestern. Sign up to attend for free at swibbits.edu forward slash nab, N-A-B. Kyle, uh, several years ago, I don't remember when it was, but there was a rant from a college football coach of the Oklahoma State University. Uh, yeah, the, the Cowboys, OSU Cowboys. Yeah, I Gundy, I think it was. Mike uh, Gundy, yep. Anyway. He had a little bit of a rant. They were getting on to his players, blah, 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 blah. He didn't like it. So he went to their defense. He says, come after yeah. me. I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> and yeah. I've been waiting for years to post that. In fact, I had it scheduled <laughs> on my calendar to post the 40-year-old rant. Uh, <laughs> Mike Gundy or whatever his name is. So, yes, today is my 40th birthday. Yep. Um, one year closer to death. I'm excited yep. about that. Time to get a new tattoo, a new Corvette, whatever it is. Actually, my uh, loan officer would probably appreciate it if I don't go yeah. out and open yep, a new line of credit right now. So we'll wait until the closing. <laughs> but anyway, um, happy birthday to me. Kyle, yeah. what's, it like? what's it like on this side of that midlife crisis? Um, I'm tired and things hurt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's any different from, say, mid-30s, but... But yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. So, okay. so I've I've noticed in the last couple of years that it wasn't just when I hit forty. I would say about thirty seven, thirty eight. Like when 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 I go out and I do something like you know whether that's you know starting a new workout program or um, like my daughter and I really got in, into tennis uh, this fall. Um, like it's taking my body longer to recover, right? So like even in my early thirties, like I go out and play three softball games. I wake up the next, you know, and I'd be a little sore the next day, but but it wasn't a big deal. And now it's like two days later, it's like, oh, okay, this is this is taking a little bit longer for this body to recover. Yeah. Yeah. The uh here here recent so we had a major cold snap here, I think 89 straight hours uh yep. below freezing. Yeah, we had it too. It wasn't nearly a record, but it was cold, bitter cold. And it was wild because we went from like 75 degrees one day to like four degrees yep. uh, wind chill or something the next day or that next morning. So it was a very quick and brutal cold snap. And I, so we're in the process of buying this, this house. We close uh, next week, whatever it is. And uh, I had this like recurring nightmare those nights where I woke up with the most vivid dream that there's like six feet of water in that home because oh. every pipe had busted or something like that. Oh, and that like, I'm still honestly afraid of that. Like, cause they, they've already moved all of that kind of stuff. So that has been there. And so like, I'm, I'm so tempted to be like, Hey, realtor, can you go just look at it and make sure yeah. that there's not like standing water? Is this like a vision from God? And, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it, it woke me up so much so that I couldn't go to sleep. <clears throat> and so, 
I moved to the couch, so I'm not like tossing and turning all of that kind of stuff, waking up Rebecca. So I moved to the couch both of those nights. And I'll tell you this, um, this might shock a few. I've had to sleep on the couch a couple of times in our marriage. Uh, no, <laughs> but <I've>, uh, <laughs> it didn't bother me before. I could sleep anywhere, yeah. anyhow, did not matter. Yeah. I might have a crick in the neck, you know, but that's about it. Yeah. But I felt it. Yeah. I felt it good. I've, I've noticed that traveling, you know, sleeping in hotels and, um, yeah, it, 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 it's not as easy as it once was. Yeah. Um, we'll just say that. And, and from what I've been told, it does not get better. <laughs> yeah. So I can still go to sleep anyhow, anywhere, any yeah. way, but I just pay for it dearly, um, yeah. the rest of that day. So a couple of things. One, I want to tell you something cool and maybe just an idea. It's maybe a terrible idea. I don't know. But it it worked, and it was something I tried kind of on the fly. Um, last weekend, I preached in Cuero, Texas, um, home of the Fighting Gobblers. Um, All right, Cuero is known for turkeys, and thankfully, with a name like that, they're actually a really good football team. Um, I think even had a few years of a consecutive state championship run, things like that. They're always okay. good, that kind of deal. Which you better be if you're called the Gobblers. Yeah. Um, um, unlike my high school for two years, that was the Grand Prairie Gophers. Um, <laughs> we never even sniffed the playoffs. And uh, then, then I transferred to South and we were the Warriors and we were always in the playoffs. Anyway, uh, on the last night, I was doing a disciple now there. And the last night I did a thing that just kind of came to me. I'm sure it's a thing and I, there might even be a name for it. I don't know. Uh, but I did something that I thought I would share. Uh, maybe particularly with young people, uh, you know, if the youth pastors are listening in, I like prefaced my sermon with like a GPS illustration of, you know, GPS that tells you when you're going to get there, how you're going to get there, that kind of deal. And I was like, your estimated time of arrival for the end of this sermon is going to be 18 minutes. We're going to take turns through this, 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 this scripture, whatever. But when we get there, at the end, here are the ways you can respond. And so on the front end, I gave like these ways that they could be thinking through how they're going to respond to this particular sermon. Maybe okay. they have never accepted Jesus, don't really know him. They've heard about him. Da, 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 da. Well, I'm going to be walking through who he is, what he's done, how you respond to that. Here's how you could respond in that way. Maybe you have accepted Jesus, but you've never been baptized. Here's And so I gave each of kind of these responses that would come at the end of the service. And uh, and I don't, I don't know that that's like the, obviously the reason um, that we had this response, but it, it worked. And at the end of the service, I reiterated those response options again. And almost immediately, uh, we had several students come forward for salvation uh, or surrendering to ministry. We also had a number of students that came and like surrounded them with prayer and then adults. And so the, you know, the front steps there were filled with students and, and adults just yeah, doing business awesome. with the Lord. And so just a thought, maybe occasionally, maybe not your every week thing, but occasionally tell people how they can respond to your message before you even dive in and uh, kind of let them know where you're going. So just a free pro tip uh, that you didn't ask for. Um, (laughs) Kyle, another, another thing to note is there is nothing happening in 2024 (laughs) that would cause any kind of consternation online. No, none whatsoever. 
or anything like that. No, absolutely There's not. No major should, meeting should, happening. Should be in smooth June. sailing. Yeah. No major meeting happening in June. No drama there. Um, there's certainly no major election or anything like that. I mean, this is like a smooth, easy, yeah. no drama year, right? <laughs> well, not quite. <laughs> okay. So what do we have kind of facing us in 2024? Uh, yeah. So we have, um, you know, what, what is potentially a, um, tense Southern Baptist convention <laughs> annual meeting. Now, now to be fair, we've said that for the last well, let's see. This will be my, I believe this will be my seventh meeting. And I think we've said that every year going in. Hey, this could, this one could be really tense. Um, some years have been more tense than others, but it's it's almost never as bad as the as the prognostications leading up to it. Um, but I mean, it, yeah, we we still right. We are faced with with a lot of tension there over several issues. We're not going to dive into all those. If you're listening to this, you probably are, are aware of, of some of those issues. Um, but yeah, th- there's, there's a lot of tension leading up to that. And, and let's be honest, a lot of chatter online and in social media that is, a, a lot of it's just flat, not helpful. Can yeah. we say that? Yeah. So, um, and then yes, there is, you know, a, apparently a presidential election that's happening uh, in November that your, your feed is probably already being, uh, dominated by. And, and again, there's a lot of tensions around that. Uh-huh. Um, and so again, lots of stuff on social media, that's probably not helpful. And so, so here's what, when Matt and I were talking about how, how we were, what we're going to talk about today, I just said, you know, let's just talk about helpful and unhelpful ways to handle all of this. Yeah. And so I'll just say, like, so far this year, um, I just decided, like, in 2024, there's enough negativity out there that I don't need to subject myself to that on, on a voluntary basis any more than, than what I'm already being bombarded with. So, so I've actually left some social media groups um, that did not stir up in me the fruit of the Spirit. I'll just, I'll just put it that way, all right? Like, it did not... They did not fill me with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so I, I finally just decided, look, if if these things are not making me more like Jesus, if they're not helping me focus on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, all, all those things in, in uh, uh, Philippians Philippians 4, I believe, um, like, like those things, like, look, I don't need that in my life. So, so I left some groups, and, and to be completely honest, my... I think my my day is better <laughs> because I I I'm not even tempted like to go look and see like what what folks are are arguing about there. So here's here's what we're going to talk about today. How can how can you look at some of these issues that are important and yet do so in a way that um, does not bring anger and bitterness into your life, but helps you be an encouragement to others in the middle of tensions. Yeah. Good luck. Those are my two words. Look, pastor, whoever's listening to this, you're behind the eight ball this year. Mm -hmm. Um, You have obviously a very contentious SBC thing coming our way. You, you know, we've touched on the fact that, you know, we always say that Um, it certainly seems like that in the months leading up to it, but we already know um, some of the lines that are there and, and some of the things that are coming, the, you know, cooperation group, you know, that, that I'm on is going to have their recommendations 
there's, you know, the law amendment um, that will be uh, voted on. And there's just a number of, shall we say, like minefields that we're going to have to navigate very carefully. And your people that go to your church may not know all of the ins and outs and some of the information that you know, and may only get it from other sources. And those sources may not be, uh, you know, the uh, Southern Baptist Texan and Baptist Press and, you know, some of the different Baptist publications. They might see it on Fox News, Washington Post, or any such, you know, thing like that. And so you're going to have to navigate a lot of misinformation. You're going to have to navigate a lot of, you know, you'll, you'll have people that probably fall on different sides of those categories yeah. and so forth in your church, certainly as we navigate that as a convention and do some of those things, but you're going to still have to navigate that. And then obviously the, the election. And yeah. so I think that is going to require one, knowing what's going on. You do need to take the time to be informed. Uh, there are, you know, great groups for that on, uh, you know, Facebook and things like that, the Baptist Review, stuff like that, where you can dig into some of those um, different podcasts. Obviously, the Baptist Press folks have theirs that, that dig into those things or SBC this week, that kind of a deal. We don't generally deal with a whole lot of SBC stuff, at least on our podcast. Uh, we'll like, you know, likely from time to time make you aware of certain things. Yeah. But take some time to be knowledgeable of what's going on, but be careful and use wisdom as you share those things, but keep your congregation informed and, and be on the front end of that. So you're not responding to all of the misinformation that'll come. But if your people know as they're going and what you're going into and some of that and walk them through it, you have a much better shot. Uh, Same thing goes obviously with the election that's coming too. but for yourself personally, when you do that, (laughs) You also have to be careful, as as Kyle talked about, for your own soul. And and I think while you do some of those things in places like the Baptist Review, some of those different options, I, I think you you were in some other ones, uh, you know, you know, pastor networks and stuff like that. I know the SBTC has like the Young Pastors Network yeah. that the age just keeps going up uh, for, <laughs> for that because nobody wants to be the old. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to get kicked out of the Young Pastors Network. Yeah, That's right. and uh, but so so you know, be careful there. Obviously you need to be informed, but just check yourself, you know, regularly. Am I spending too much time here? Is this helping me walk with the Lord? Um, I do need to know how much time do I need to spend, you know, learning and some of that, like just, just be cognizant and aware as you go of the intake that you are receiving Yeah, and giving, uh, how you're responding to things. Um, and, and look, generally speaking, so, so social media can be a great place to have discussions. And if you're in a group, um, with, with people that, you know, or at least, you know, have interacted with someone, you, you have somewhat of a rapport there that some, some of those places can be good to have discussions, but generally speaking, social media is not a great place to have those discussions. Right. And I, I guarantee that whatever you think about you know, stuff that's happening in the SBC, stuff that's happening in, in our nation. Um, 280 characters on X is probably not the best place to have that conversation because uh, Matt, you and I have both been here before. 
um, you're going to not say something as clearly as you would have, as you thought you did. <laughs> and uh, it, I don't, I don't know. It just, it can be so easily misinterpreted and twisted. And then you're, you know, you're launched into a Bart Barber length thread trying to explain, <laughs> you know, well, here's, here's what I actually meant. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and that's, one reason, you know, on the, you know, the local association side that, that is super helpful, uh, because one, you're, you're going to be around guys and gals that you know are, you know, certainly by proximity. Um, your churches are near one another. You're in similar situations. Usually, I know with Colin Baptist uh, that, you know, I'm rolling out of and into uh, Dallas Baptist that has like a million churches. Um, but Colin, you know, at 126, we have a few that are large mega churches, but a lot of them are your average 100 to 200, 300 church uh, attendance type place. And sure. uh, a lot of guys, wide variety of uh, beliefs and where they land on certain things. And you can have those conversations face to face when you get together with those uh, brothers and sisters in your own association and uh and there's just so much more value when you can do that face to face over a cup of coffee over lunch over a fellowship meal over one of your executive board meetings whatever it might be yep. so take advantage of that um i've also worked with a you know several uh ams's really from well quite literally from coast to coast uh with travis kearns all the way on the uh east coast to Victor C, because I'm not going to say his name incorrectly on the podcast, all the way on the <laughs> West Coast, and some here in Texas and, and kind of throughout the country. You're involved there, too, with uh, the virtual association that we're about to launch uh, on Facebook. And that's just going to be like an online forum for encouragement, a place to come and share sermon roundups, what you preached, or if you're a church member, what you heard, what you learned, what landed well, what didn't land well. If if maybe it's your first sermon, you can get some feedback. If uh, you know something really stuck out, you you want some help with a text, things like that. Where kind of an online version, not a replacement to the local association by any means, uh, and not to take away from other groups, but just a specific kind of local association but on Facebook and yeah. uh, across the country, Southern Baptist, that kind of deal that can get together and share what's happening in their churches when they have prayer needs and so forth to be able to be prayed for by your fellow brothers to have a place to just celebrate. You know, that's something that's sometimes hard to do. You know, you can't get up on uh, Twitter or Facebook and say, you know, Hey, I just preached a home run sermon. That's usually not a normal thing to do. Um, and, and it would still probably be weird here, but Hey, this really went well, kind of like I shared with that idea of starting a sermon yeah. with your response thing, like, Hey, this really worked. Why don't you think through this in your context, that kind of a deal, uh, but just collaborate, work together, cooperate, encourage one another. And, uh, and that's going to be at uh, facebook.com, uh, for, well, this gets kind of weird. Forward slash groups, forward slash the virtual association. We'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested in kind of an online place for lay leaders, church leaders, pastors, that kind of stuff, just to be encouraged yeah. and encourage one another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the be, all the best things from your local association. No business meetings. No there business meetings. <laughs> so, 
you know, anyway, you can take the man out of the DOM role, but not the DOM <laughs> role out of the man. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so got some great guys that are helping us with that. And uh, and so you're certainly invited if that's something that would uh, interest you and encourage you. But yeah, the the next year is not going to be easy. And no, yeah. no year is like maybe we thought 2000 or whatever was going to be easy. I know you were, you posted just the other day, like a sermon spread. You had your Bible out and all that kind of stuff, like a picture. Oh, 2020. Like, yeah. 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 And I, I remember like the vision 2020 posts we were yep. rolling out, like yep. all of this kind of stuff. And then before we knew it, worst year ever. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Cause it started out, I mean, it was just normal. Right. I mean, and you know, it's funny to look back on that and like January and February, but because the rest of the year just got so weird and you know, it's, it's, it's easy to forget that. I mean, the, the first couple of months were pretty normal. Yeah. Like we did normal things. And then all of a sudden we got this, you know, atom bomb dropped on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks to crush the spread ended up a decade in New Mexico, but uh, I think they're still closed down. No, uh, but anyway, um, it was tough. It yeah. every year is man. You're going to have people that die. Yeah. Leaders leave. You'll be ghosted. All of that kind of stuff. Yep. Every year. Yep. But this year you have that and um, a very contentious annual meeting. And yeah. any every well, four years is a gift that keeps on giving in America with an election cycle. And and here's you know I'm reminded of something that I've told my kids over and over again. You know, you have no control over how someone else reacts. Right. That's true in your church. Um, I mean, that's certainly true online. Like, like you cannot, you, you, you have no control over that. You cannot control what someone else posts, how they react. What you can control is how you react to it, right? Matt, I know you are, you're a big fan of the mute button on Twitter or oh, X dude. or whatever that is. I like, um, all I see right now is a Houston Astro post. <laughs> I actually muted them yesterday. No, I turned off notifications from them because they were posting like every five minutes. <laughs> So, so listen, right. If you're on social media, listen, the, the unfollow button on Facebook, the mute button on X, um, is, is fantastic, right? Use it. Um, I mean, if there's an account that, you know, is just, is just driving you nuts, man, don't, don't be afraid to mute it. Um, you know, unless it's like your chairman of deacons and then maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a conversation you have. Well, but in the other thing, Facebook has a neat thing is you can snooze somebody for, you know, a certain amount of time. Yeah. So yeah. during the uh, the World Series, I used that a lot, and suddenly found Probably all of my Texas me. Ranger yeah. fans a month later. <laughs> and uh, you know, you just got to do whatever is going to uh, look. Social media and the algorithm that you see. You know, we we like to post, yeah. you know, and, and complain about I'm tired of this and this and this, but it's really curated largely at your fault. There are yeah. some things that are going to just. You're going to see whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it's what you click on. And, you know, when I click on a number of posts about whatever it might be, uh, that's suddenly what I start seeing a lot more of. And if that's something that I don't like, I have nobody to blame yeah. but myself. Yeah. And and the X, so so X has kind of two groups, right? You, there's the for you, which is their cultivated stuff, or there's the following, which is people that you have followed. Um Typically, generally speaking, the following, you, you have a lot more control over, over what you see. The for you, like you said, some of that is some of that is self-imposed, some of it's you know based on sponsorships and you know who's who's sponsored posts and, and stuff like that. But yeah, so if you if you want kind of just the stuff that you're interested in, cl click on that following tab at the top of, of X and uh, and that will 
that will cleanse a little bit. Yeah, and and I've, I've I use lists as well. And oh, okay. I've got a few lists. You know, one when it's like baseball season, I've got like baseball followers or whatever or follows that that I don't really yeah, follow in one in my regular feed, but I go and look at. I've got one that are it's like entity and entity leaders. It's every SBC uh, seminary uh, org, you know, WMU, NAM, all of those guys, all of their presidents and leaders are kind of key figures, whatever it might be, Baptist Press, that kind of a thing. When I want to know exactly the latest stuff from all of them, I can click that. And then I see it all right in order of everything that they posted. So it's the most recent stuff that I get from them. So that's helpful. And then, yeah, that for you, again, that's going to largely be curated to you. Um, I know that I have never in my life clicked on anything for, uh, what is it, CBD or whatever that stuff (laughs) is. But there's like a, I've I've been in the vortex of some kind of Cheech and Chong uh, thing, and I've never clicked on anything or said anything about it or sent even a gift with Cheech and Chong in it. But for some reason, they're shoving that my direction um, and other weird stuff that you can't control. But if you stick with your tab, where it's for you, the people that, or not for you, the people you're following. Following, yeah. Um, you, one, follow the right people, all of that kind of stuff. And, and if you've muted the right people, people that you may need to follow or whatever and want to go see, that's a great spot. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the bottom line. You can control how you react. You can control the things that you post. And so you can choose either to add to the noise or you can choose to be... And encouragement. Yep. And, and again, let me, let me just reiterate with this. Uh, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Um, if you do that, if you post things that are in line with that, um, you're going to be a ray of light in the middle of a hodgepodge of uh, ridiculousness. Do you know what checks all of those boxes? Uh, Bible verses? Well, yeah. Texas Rangers? No. (laughs) Um, What checks all of those boxes is coffee that is dark as night and as bold as the gospel we declare. So until next time, have a great day and... (laughs) Good luck this year, Pastor. You're going (laughs) to need it. What's wrong with you people?